thinky, thirsty, and over 30. Welcome to Afternoon Army, a safe place for grown armies to dish and discover BTS. We are four ladies who just wanted to know their names and now can explain the meaning of Lachimolala. New to Army? No problem. Come along as we explore all the important business that Bongtan throws our way. Join us on the last Tuesday of every month as we hop in the clown car and drive to the circus. And stay tuned for shorter, snack-sized episodes between hosts and various correspondents. Because one thing we know is that content, well, it just keeps on coming. Hi, Megan. <laughs> How are you? I am overwhelmed. My my brain is broken. The internet is broken. Everything is broken. Everything's breaking. Everything's breaking down slowly. Yes. <laughs> well, it's super exciting um, to cut some time out today to talk about this because, you know, as we both know and as our other co-hosts know, it's really hard to keep up. Um, when you're a BTS fan and it's really hard to put content out really fast, you, we have lives and we have families and we have all of that. So sometimes it's hard to get away, but we were able to sneak away today and record a little something because two of our friends are at <laughs> Paris Fashion Week. And since you have become our official Paris Fashion Week correspondent, <laughs> why don't you fill us in on what's happened in the last two days? And then we'll kind of break it down a little bit. Okay, sounds good. I'll probably miss some things because I just got out of class. And so my I'm have, my brain is having to shift gears. But uh, oh my gosh, so so much happens every day in what we might call Bangtown <laughs> that it's hard to keep track. So uh, we know that just within the last few weeks, Louis Vuitton deal with BTS has finally ended. Their contract ended to be official ambassadors for Louis Vuitton. And so very quickly now we've been learning that Yoongi has become an official ambassador for Valentino and he appeared at the NBA game, the Lakers game in LA just recently. Uh, Jimin has recently announced that he's the new ambassador or one of the new ambassadors for Dior. And I don't think J-Hope has an official announcement yet, but that he was all but an ambassador for Louis Vuitton at their show this week. So one thing I've learned recently, I've been reading up on Paris Fashion Week and trying to learn more about it, uh, not to a huge extent, but just to get my bearings. And apparently there are a handful of them every year for different categories. And so in October, there was, I think it was October, there was the spring summer men's show. And so this Paris Fashion Week is focused on fall winter men's for 2023. And I think some of the designers already did their fall stuff, so at least winter. And so this was the winter men's show for all these big fashion houses and some and some other up-and-coming designers too. And of course, it's a, a total coup to have the BTS, any of the BTS members attending these events. And I know you're going to talk a little bit about the impact that they're having. So uh, yeah, so we found out only recently that uh, J-Hope posted his kind of hint-hint story in his Instagram saying, look at my you know, my my cool little um, clapboard uh, invitation that I got to go to the LV show. And he was kind of 
basically all but wiggling his eyebrows going, I'm going, I'm going. So we knew that he was going. And then Jimin very quickly uh, had the announcement. And then Paris Fashion Week is this week. Uh, J-Hope was at the Louis Vuitton show yesterday. So we're, re we're recording right now on Friday, January 20th. And this morning, Jimin and J-Hope were both at the Dior show um, and made a huge splash, probably even bigger than yesterday. Yeah. And I was just, I was trying to find it on my phone because we like are totally doing this on the fly. So I didn't yeah. even think about it until right now. But I believe that J-Hope wore clothing that just had just appeared on his New Year's Eve, right? He, his fuzzy sweater and belt. Weren't they part of like a newer collection? They were Dior. Like they were they were Dior resort wear from this this current season. In fact, what he wore home at the airport, he had on their one of their Year of the Rabbit sweaters. So it's all for Lunar New Year. It's part of their capsule collection for this kind of California 90s vibe and then also part of their capsule collection for Lunar New Year. So very new stuff. And the outfit he wore at the Louis Vuitton show yesterday was part of the new collection. So they're definitely getting previews of things. He posted on his stories on Instagram. He had gotten that trunk for the holidays, like a gift box from Louis Vuitton, and it had stuff from their collaboration with Yayoi Kusama, the Japanese artist. And that stuff hadn't been released until the first week of January. And he had it in December. And in fact, even on his way to Paris, he had the passport cover from the Kusama collection on him. So they've definitely been uh, getting stuff right away or before anybody else so that they can show it off. Yeah. And I was going to say, thank you for clarifying that their contract with Louis Vuitton has ended. Because mm -hmm. um, I was confused because mm -hmm. you, you kind of lose track of like where all the pieces go yeah because they've been like, with Vuitton at least maybe not exclusively but primarily for at least a year maybe more yeah so I was kind of confused because he went to Dior today and I'm like is he wearing Dior because shouldn't he be wearing is that like conflict but then I was like oh yeah he actually isn't an ambassador for Louis, he still is like a free agent. So I think he's still a I free mean, agent. Yeah. Who knows where he's going to land? Tell us, because I did not get up and watch Fashion Week, <laughs> but I know you did. <laughs> um, so let us know, <laughs> fill us in a little bit about what it was like with the LV show and then also the Dior show that just happened this morning, I believe, right? right? That was I feel like, was that yesterday or this morning? <laughs> this has all been within 48 hours. It's been bonkers. And for us, you know, we're recording in the United States. So for us, it's either been first thing in the morning or even for you, very early morning before people are even really up. Okay, they have lots of shows going on. And then I learned just because of this, that you can watch a lot of them online, which is kind of interesting. Um, a lot of the houses are streaming their shows on YouTube or on their official websites. And so that's kind of fun. Dior even had a live stream on their Instagram this morning. So they're, it's actually fairly accessible to watch these things. Um, and they're very artistic, especially the ones from the big houses. They really pull out all the stops with sets and music and li their uh, live performances are becoming a big thing. We've seen uh, Rosalia was performing during the entire show at the Louis Vuitton show. And they had this really elaborate set that was, um, it was supposed to evoke nostalgia for your boyhood years because of course it's the men's collection. And it, the models were actually, instead of just walking around the perimeter the, of the stage, they were actually walking through a set that was designed to look like a house from basically, I guess it kind of looked like it was from the nineties, but you could interpret it as being even earlier than that. So like the very nostalgia vibes, even the colors were kind of like orangey red, you know, it almost, for me, almost felt like 70s which would have been for me in my childhood so that was really interesting that it was the sets were so elaborate and at the Dior show this morning they had 
uh, live performance artists. They had a actor who was doing a, a very dramatic voiceover. They had musicians, they had a violinist, they had a pianist. Um, I think there was a cellist there. And so there was like a, their set was very extremely simple. Uh, one big long stage, just one long runway, basically with these huge screens behind it where they were projecting the artists and the models walking down. I was all stirred up. I got way ahead of myself. And I thought, because they had been hinting with the Louis Vuitton show, their director for their menswear line, and I may be getting some of the terminology wrong because I'm not an expert, recently passed away within the last couple of years. His name was Virgil Abloh. And he was, and I don't know if I'll, I'll get this precise, he was, if I remember correctly, the first African-American director of a big line for a major French fashion house. And so it was a really big deal. And he was really well known for having infused some streetwear aesthetic and sensibilities into Louis Vuitton, which is a very, very traditional, longstanding French fashion house. And one thing I've noticed, just because I've been trying to learn about this stuff, is that J-Hope actually is still carrying bags in particular large bags and small bags from Virgil Abloh's designs. So uh, some of that stuff was released even before the pandemic in around 2019. And he still has those bags from those collections and is still carrying them, which I thought was really interesting because not only must he respect the designer, I would imagine, especially because J-Hope is so well known for his um, street fashion and street dance roots. But also, I think it's really cool that he doesn't just discard the things that he uses. If he if it's something he really likes, he'll use it again and again. So we keep seeing some of his previous stuff coming up, which is kind of nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember when um, Ablo passed away. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of Western creators and artists that I follow really loved him. He was mm -hmm. very well loved um, in the community and it was a a big loss, a very big loss. I don't know yeah. too much about him, but I do know that LV and that portion of LV is still feeling that loss. Yeah, um, to the extent that they decided not to replace him right away. And so they have a guest designer from a from a well-known street fashion brand um, who's leading this collection and was collaborating with other creatives. And in fact, this is where I got ahead of myself, is they had hinted that they were collaborating with a bunch of creatives who are not traditional fashion designers. And I was like, oh, J-Hope has to be one of them. Because <laughs> do you remember when they released, like, with it was, it feels like it was 10 years ago, but it was probably a month ago, that on Weverse, they released those cute little investor cards that they did for each other like if you had this much money you know of the seven members business ideas where would you invest your money and um j-hopes was i would start a men's fashion line so i was like maybe that was a hint because you know they hint about everything and, and i then still you, i'm right? i'm still not dead set that he's not going to be no. collaborating like right. I'm, totally. I, I mean there's still a possibility and i i fear the collaboration because i can't do lv prices <laughs> I so know, right? that'll be completely out for me. This merch will be out of our range when he does and it I someday. <laughs> and I only say that because, and I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was like a creator posted it or like actually Valentino on their website has it. But yeah. the like beautiful calfskin, like little bag that um, Sugar was wearing, yeah. they have it posted. 
uh-huh. with everything else that he wore. And some of my BTS creators were like, that's really nice, but it's like $5,000. Yeah, I think but it was like, 4500 <laughs> if I remember right. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is not, even, even some LV bags aren't that expensive. I mean, it is expensive stuff. Wow. Yeah, maybe someday... Even if he does a line with a major house like that, maybe he'll also do something more that's more approachable. I know they think about Army all the time, and so he may someday do something with a line that that is in a more affordable range for people in the middle class. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope he gets to do some design. I think he'd be amazing at it, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. at LV, I saw what J Hope was wearing, and just to kind of give it context, and we can share it in our stories and on our page. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing a very colorful set. Everything matched. Yeah. All the same print. Um, it was kind of like camouflage, it. cubist camouflage, right? It had yeah. the cubist art infused uh-huh, in it, but it, but was, it was like, also camouflage. Yeah. It was like camouflage, but color. Yeah. Um, and so purpley, that, warm colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did that fit in with the rest of the show? Did he mirror the show a little bit or mm-hmm. was that, you know, did you notice if the audience and the guests that they have were mirroring kind of what was in the show or was the show just completely fresh and a new take on everything? Right. I, I didn't have a good sense of the rest of the audience um, having the tunnel vision that I have for him. But he, the outfit that he was wearing, yes, I saw that pattern. When I was watching the show, I noticed that pattern on one of their big satchel bags um, because it had the same eye. There was like an eye on his on his right shoulder, I think, area. There's an eye in the pattern, and I saw that on one of the bags. So it definitely was part of this collection and thematically fitting in with the fabrics and the that kind of cubist-looking art that was infused into that camo pattern. And did mm-hmm. you notice anything in the run on the runway, like as the collection was coming out? Did anything really stand out for you, designer-wise or like mm. overall-wise? Did something? on that stage did it scream bts to you because i don't know about you but like i'll be shopping and i'll yeah, like even my I'll daughter totally. the other day the other day my daughter walked in we walked into h&m and she like my 15 year old she's not even into bts at all and she stopped and she said is that park jimin because the <laughs> outfit was like i mean dead on and i just looked at her like oh my gosh i'm such a bad influence on you because you like you're not even on that side of anything um so it was really funny so i don't know about you but i see it on runway I see it in magazines things like that so was there yeah. anything on the runway that just really said spoke to you BTS or I mean we won't talk about it right now but you did say there were some skirts in another show so the like, Dior show tell us yeah, what you I, saw. yeah the LV show I had to wake up earlier for and I was so overwhelmed like looking for J-Hope and trying to figure out what just what the hell was going on because the show started late he you couldn't see him I thought that that there would be a red carpet and all this stuff so I was just kind of sitting there going what the heck's happening and so I didn't take in as much of the show and also I think I was enjoying Rosalia's performance and there was just a lot going on. So I don't have a strong recollection of all the looks that were going down the runway yet. Yeah, no, the bags stood out to me. They were, there's a lot of color, which I think J-Hope does color so well. There was a lot of bright colors and a lot of texture in the fabrics. And he, he really likes baggy clothes. He likes texture. He likes color. Uh, and so there was a lot of stuff that I thought fit his aesthetic, but I really was Maybe because I was calmer this morning and I kind of knew what more to expect. I thought the Dior line was so Jimin that re- that really hit me harder. It was very beautiful, very gender neutral. 
not just because there were skirts. And in fact, J-Hope even wore the longer one, right? They were skorts, like they either had trousers or mostly in the show, it was mostly shorts, so skort with a, with a kilt style skirt in the front. But the colors were much more kind of grays and light pastels. So very, very subtle, a lot of beautiful draping, a lot of shimmering, a lot of sheer fabrics, a lot of, you know how BTS will often wear tie neck shirts that are almost, you know, blouses, they have a pretty tie neck and they'll just let it hang down like Yoongi did for mm-hmm. Valentino just this week at the NBA show. He had the like the tie neck that was untied and just hanging down. So they had like almost ribbon ties in the back, almost like a train and then some on the neck. So very, very unisex and very beautiful and understated. And it just screamed Jimin to me. It really did. I mean, honestly, any of them, but I just think like, wow, if Jimin must've been thinking about what suited him, but also I wouldn't be surprised to hear him say later that he was like Yoongi really wanted to support a line that was more gender neutral. Yeah, and, if, he, and if so, then he did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took a screenshot um, mm-hmm. from our one of our favorite accounts that we follow on our Instagram page. One of our friends, I call them friends because we yeah. share their content, um, yeah. but it's um, Bangtan Nunaline. Yeah, they're so wonderful. Um, yeah. And it's so beautiful what he's mm-hmm. wearing. It's, it looks, the fabric looks very soft. It's a suit. It's, a, it's tailored, mm-hmm. um, but like almost in a soft way. I don't know if that makes sense. We'll have yeah. to share the photo. Um, oh, and, and even even like Jimin's a, shoot, suit was very. That's what I'm, yeah, I'm talking about. Jimin's very elegant. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. yeah. Um, it's a gray, gray in color, almost like a taupe gray. Mm-hmm. I guess grayish. They used to call it grayish a few years ago when nail polish <laughs> that was like a big thing. It's grayish. <laughs> grayish. Um, and then his turtleneck underneath is like a almost brown gray. You can tell it's a beautiful suit. The mm-hmm. fabric looks soft. You know all of that. And then of course, Hobi and Dior is just it's like a mood. I can't with so, Hobi and Dior. Ever. So over the top, like, <laughs> dramatic, and cool. I was watching okay, but- the Dior show, and like I would wear anything that was on that runway. And I, I, I wear pretty feminine clothes most of the time, but I just thought they, they were that unisex. That was the first time I've ever watched what was billed as a men's show and was like, I'll oh, I want to wear that. I want to wear that. I want to wear that. I want to wear yeah, all I'll have of to it. go back and look at it because mm-hmm. I love that. Before we get it to Head on Dior, I do want to ask you on J-Hope's Instagram page yesterday. Yeah. There was him walking in Paris mm-hmm. um, in this beautiful like floral sweater. Was that also LV? Do we know? Or yes. was that someone else? Everything was? Okay. yesterday was LV that I could see. At the airport, he had on that very colorful, again, it was almost like yes. cubist art. Mm-hmm. And that was an LV sweater. He was, I think he was in head to toe LV, if I'm not mistaken. The bag definitely was, and the trousers were. And so I assume the shoes probably were too. And then yesterday, not only was he in like the purpley camo suit but he also had on later there were videos that surfaced of him walking on the street he must have changed and was on his way maybe to another event and he was wearing that white with the lilac and other very colorful pattern on a white background again very artsy very just kind of Matisse you know I kind of put it in like a Picasso Matisse kind of category Mm -hmm. Uh, like it reminded me of Matisse's paper cutouts and things like that so it was so so pretty and he was just rocking it and he was walking so proudly and he just so amazing oh my gosh which I love like he yeah I love that his little walk with mm-hmm. such purpose but like he owns the place yeah and then he'll throw a few little cute, cute yeah. moves into it yeah um which i love that sweater like i want that sweater oh, it's it like beautiful. the perfect sweater for spring like i'm like oh yes. that's so beautiful but also yes. what i love is that yesterday his hairstyle yesterday was mm-hmm. very like 
I mean, he had straightened it, it was, but still very fluffy, lots of body. Um, yeah. He had his forehead covered, just very like as K drama watchers we know, it's very sweet. Cute, yeah, second male lead, and they showed up to Dior today as like that male yeah. lead. Right, Jay like, came today. Jay came today to do Dior. Mm-hmm. He had his hair slicked back, full forehead, mm-hmm. the outfit like everything and as we've talked about in our group chat and sometimes even on the pod I don't know if we we haven't gotten to J-Hope yet we will because his birthday's coming up he turns into a different person when he's in Dior and I don't know if anybody really notices that I do yeah no, you do. there's just something happens when he puts on Dior and you could see that today and this is the designer may I remind you that designed Dior Hobie I mean those stage outfits with the um the uh, the military accessories on them like a harness yes same designer oh my god <laughs> yeah he's got a good it's history kim, with it's dior. kim jones same designer that did D- that is responsible for dior hobie <laughs> and dion dior dior yungi and dior yeah. namjoon and wow yeah um, so there's a vibe it- there there's like a hot just yeah. powerful vibe <laughs> even with these very beautiful unisex clothes yeah yeah it's in which is great because it just shows that that power can be anywhere <laughs> yeah and I love that I just love that about the clothes I love that whole thing like we'll get to it because we talked a little bit about Naomi Campbell before we jumped on here but I was obsessed with fashion in the 90s yeah, um, yeah I I actually wanted to be a fashion editor like I wanted to go right I did magazines. too and be a fashion editor and like meet all the supermodels. I couldn't be a supermodel. I'm five one, So that wasn't going to happen. But I just wanted to do the whole thing. And I bought every magazine. I, I mean, I bought the Vanity Fairs and I bought yep. the L's and I, you know, all of that. I always had a stack. I used to know, get so Cindy. excited for September <gasps> yeah. when the big C- Vogue would come out. Oh, yeah, the, the big Vogue. honking Vogue the size of a phone book. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chrissy Turlington. Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell. Yeah, just that's who we grew up super, with. The whole supermodel thing. And so this was so much fun to kind of revisit because yes. I remember being, could not wait for the magazines to come out. And I remember like People Magazine would always send like a correspondent. And that was back in the Stone Age before the internet. So totally. you had to wait and like get mm-hmm. the photo. You know, MTV would do a fashion week mm-hmm. um, because they used to do like House of Fashion. I and remember. I remember like, waiting for that episode like oh my god they're gonna be there and I'm gonna get to see all the people so like this was so much fun just to kind of revisit that whole like excitement and see the people and I will say yesterday because we're gonna kind of talk about their how impactful they are when they go to these spaces like when they insert themselves Mm -hmm. in these spaces which I think is fantastic insert all the spaces like yes yes take over take over I mean they kind of have but whatever so yesterday as I'm scrolling so I will give this shout out, but also I want to put it in the um, show notes because it's at gala, G-A-L-A dot F-R, F as in Frank, R as in Randy, I guess. They came up on my free page because of course, <laughs> right? Yes. right? Like course. anything with a BTS hashtag, just the universe gives it to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's going through, going through. And there was, and I'm not going to say his name, right? His name is Lucian Laviscount. And mm-hmm. he is an actor that is on Emily in Paris. okay Um, he's adorable and he's great I haven't seen the latest season but I did watch the first two seasons of Emily in Paris and he was wearing like a cropped sweater yesterday um that had like almost like what would be on a screen print shirt and then he was wearing 
trousers, but there were also a skirt, like a pleated skirt. And it was uh, almost like beautiful, light blue color. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I recognized him immediately, but then I just loved what he was wearing. So I kind of made a note of that, like, oh, that's good. And then scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And there's Jackson Wang. So I kind of was like, oh, I probably should follow this account and like get to see everyone that's there. And they were really feeding on TikTok up to the minute content of arrivals and who was getting there and who's getting out of the car and who's walking there. Not so much like a red carpet, but like they're, you know, going in through the entrance. So that was really interesting. But what I will say is I did a little research and as of right now, the a video was posted to TikTok of Jimin and J-Hope at Dior. Six hours ago, they posted this. It has 2 million views. It has 722,000 likes. It has almost 6,300 comments. And it has over 77,000 saves. One TikTok. Wow. One. Wow. It's maybe a minute. Maybe. It's just them. Um, what I love is it's all the flash bulbs. They're just lit up because the mm. flash bulbs are just flashing, which is amazing. I did a little deep dive and I'm not comparing. Okay. Just to get that out of the way. I love all of these people I'm going to discuss equally. I was flabbergasted at the amount of reach, just the difference in excitement or engagement. And mm. I really give it up to army because army goes out of their way to make mm -hmm. sure that they go wherever yeah online they, you know, in person they were there in person right, we saw they, the videos they showed up yeah so like army just makes it a point to go and like share save like do all the things that make sure that they're getting what they deserve because they certainly do yesterday at louis vuitton from this account gala fr jackson wing's video one of his he had three videos the one with the most likes he was sitting at 87,000 likes. Um, it's just him walking with like this really cool song. He's, it's like BDE. Okay. It's just very like, Jackson, <laughs> you know, and everyone's yeah. like in the comments, like, oh my God, it's Jackson Wayne. Yeah. He's um, hot stuff. He's so amazing. I mean, in fact, uh, Leah and I are going to go see him soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, truly. So, and then Lucian Lavis Count from Emily in Paris, he was there. His 42,000 likes, almost 43,000 likes. Kobe, J Hope, he has three videos from yesterday at Louis Vuitton. One has 639,000 likes. One has 133,000 likes. And another one has 627,000 likes. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. The first one that I mentioned, the 639,000, that wasn't likes. That was views mm. on his one video, views. But it is sitting at 231,000 likes and 19, over 19,000 saves. So wow. the people know what they like. Because mm -hmm. um, when you save a video on TikTok, it just saves. Like you can just go back and watch it as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. um, Jimin's arrival today at Dior, his arrival video has 115,000 likes and 1,500 comments, roughly 1,500 comments. J-Hope's arrival at Dior has 102,000 likes and a little over 1,000 comments. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really interesting, the engagement that these pages are getting. We yeah. talked um, on this podcast before about it, but when I looked at it, there is a video posted to this account. Um, Naomi Campbell sat by J-Hope and mm -hmm. Jimmy, um, at Dior. And that video has 508,000 likes, <laughs> as it should. Mm -hmm. But it just is 
funny to me. I got so excited when I saw them with Naomi Campbell. I was like, oh my me God. Too. Me too. Me too. I think that was they're great. They're sitting with the queen. I they mean, are. literally, the king, it's like the kings sitting are sitting with the queen. With the queen exactly. Right? But it's just so interesting to me. David Beckham was there. Pharrell was there. I had no idea until I actually right. saw them physically there. Right. And no um, shade on them. It's just that no. they, they don't have that same engagement with this these audiences. Yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. audience engagement is just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that we have learned, you and I and our other co-hosts, and just something we've learned from being ARMY is that it's so different for Western media. Western media yeah. is so different. And it was a not like a lesson to learn because like it, that sounds like work, but it just was mm-hmm. a very different experience when you're looking at the media or the content that's coming out and it already, it's very rare that I would go to YouTube to try to watch something and I cannot load it. Yeah. And not because there's something wrong with my internet. Literally we broke it. We broke it. (laughs) Exactly. It's not happening. The Um, the appetite is just so intense and so huge and so immediate people want to see it as it's happening they don't want to wait for people magazine you -hmm. know i'm sure there are tons of fans of those other artists and athletes that will hungrily eat up that content but they're happy to wait for it or just to look it up online when they get home whereas Mm -hmm. army is just like give it to me now and give me as much as possible and i cannot be satisfied (laughs) i mean when you think i mean think about the concert in Busan. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. never gotten. I've never stayed up all night right? or taken three, a nap. Three in the morning, getting up at three. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like that's. I just <laughs> don't do that. But no. this was one that I was like, I have to do this. I want to do this. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. And I'm glad that I'm so glad that I did. But as we know, the system crashed. I mean, they had a fire. Yeah, okay, yeah, I feel yeah, like that's yeah. a really good cover story. I'm sure right, they did. The fire like, number. <laughs> But we maybe we caused it. I, don't know. I mean, we probably did. Like it's short circuited. Short circuited some wire, you know. Right. Um, all that to say, though, I w- did want to share a couple comments uh, that I loved. Mm-hmm. So on one of the videos, it's Hobie arriving at Dior. There were like mm-hmm. three videos of him arriving at Dior, and my favorite comment was by someone who goes by um, Nam's edits, mm-hmm. and. It said, nobody does it like Hosek. That's <laughs> true. So true. It's, tr- <laughs> it's just so true. And it changes from second to second. He'll be in supermodel mode and posing and doing all the things. And then he'll break into a huge smile, start laughing and pull some dance moves. And then he'll go right back into model mode again. Yeah. I, there's <laughs> a couple, if if you want to go, especially like once you hear this pod and then you're looking for the content for it, if you do go to um, Gala FR you will see that there is a video. It's very short, but it is of him and Jimin posing. And they're like, you know, Jimin's like straight face and Hobie's just kind of like cool guy. Like got my sunglasses on, let me flash the peace sign, whatever. Yeah. And as soon as it's done, they giggle, like giggle, look at giggle. each other and like, you know, are <laughs> yes. elbowing each other and stuff. And I'm just I like, saw that one. They are so cute. Um, There's one of, I got to, I'll say this so that I remember to put it in the notes, but one of my favorite um, J-Hope accounts is uh, Jong Maui. And they are archiving all the content into their highlights so that people can see all of the clips and reels and all the stuff. That's and, amazing. And there yeah, were so many that... that they had to create a second highlight because they you, you can only have a hundred things in a highlight on Instagram. So they had to make a part two. That's so much content yesterday. That's today. fine. Yes, I... it's wonderful. I'm going to say this comment and then I will get to the next thing mm. that I want to talk about. But I want to do this before I forget. Okay. This was the comment for Jimin and all it's, it was from someone who 
goes by Kook Flavor, F-L-V-R, which I feel like is a nod to JK, which I love. Like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you for it. that. It said the Jimin effect is hitting again, which mm-hmm. is <laughs> obviously, which I love. So I'm really excited to see what happens next because, you know, like we talked about this whole chapter two thing and as, you know, we're going along and Jin has enlisted and enlistments are coming up, but I'm really excited to see what happens after they become these brand ambassadors. You know, where is this going to go? What happens next? Mm-hmm. Because I think it'll be really interesting. Are we going to get artist collabs? Are they going to design yeah. a line? Like are, you know, what are they going to put their name to? So I just, to me, that con- that's like really exciting. It is. Going forward. One, you know, one thing about J-Hope attending with Jimin that occurred to me this morning was Jimin said that he was nervous, right? That he had never been to a fashion show before. And, and in fact, I think they both said that. And he said he was nervous. And he was he was kind of subdued, I think, uh, at least in comparison to Hobie. And I don't know if that's because he was nervous or he was just, you know, he was just being very elegant and subdued. Um, so I don't want to try to read his mind. But he did say he was nervous. So taking that at face value, I thought how... But he looked so happy when Hobie came in and sat down next to him and they were, you know, like you said, ribbing each other and giggling and stuff. And it made me think, oh, this is like Lollapalooza coming full circle. Not that it was to the same level, because I'm not saying that like Jimin was in distress or anything, but just that uh, Hobie could be there with him and and lift his mood and just be his sidekick that that day and yeah, we, I mean, uh, be there to support him. We've discussed a couple of times and I know I have it always plays in my mind that Jimin has made it very clear that he's not a solo artist. He will mm-hmm. be. I mean, he's going to have mm-hmm, a solo mm-hmm. album. But, you know, he does talk about, I'm a member of a group. I'm part of a group, you know, that kind of thing. And to go to something this big alone, I think, yeah, there would be a lot of nerves there. Um, also, I've seen a couple of videos, not on this particular page, but just in scrolling through TikTok, I was doing some research before we came on here, Jay. Not that I'm not on TikTok all the time, but specifically <laughs> for this. Yes, And they're so as a group BTS usually is so protected. They always have a lot of people with them. There's always managers, there's always security, there's always do you know what I mean? Like it it seems yeah. like there's always like a circle around them. It's like what Jin um, talked about when he went on Nothing Much Prepared, the drinking show on YouTube mm-hmm. and he said, you know, he talked about how rarely it is that they ever record anything outside of the Hybe universe and how it was so weird for him to go on somebody else's show without it being yeah. a, a high production or a big hit and production. You can kinda, yeah. And you can kind of tell that with Jimin today because there's a couple of videos and they might take them down. I'm not sure The paparazzi is yelling at him mm. and you can see on his face. He's kind of like, you know, mm. I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm smiling, but they're like, turn your head to the right, turn your head to the left, look over here, do this, do that. And there's one where he is walking away from where his picture's being taken, like on the Dior wall. And a cameraman like tries to grab him to stop mm. him. And his oh, security yes. team comes and is I like, saw. no, bro. <laughs> um, so I'm just, you know, I I would understand that him saying, yes, I'm a little bit nervous or I have some, not reservations, but just, you know, going into it because I don't think they've ever been that exposed. He didn't seem like he was surrounded by as many people as they normally are. And even like walking there was someone I'm sure he had a media pass I don't think it was just like Mm. some random guy Mm. he's videoing him the whole time you can see him he had his phone following tracking Jim in the whole time and so you know I don't know that they have gotten that kind of exposure I think Hobie has because he went to Lollapalooza and he kind of like did that whole 
almost like Western thing, which like, that's very yeah. Western. Everyone gets their phones out kind of thing. So yeah, I think maybe it was a little bit of a different experience and no shade to the people at fashion week or photographers mm. or whatever. Yeah. They're I doing just, their thing. Mm-hmm. They, and if you watch other videos, they're talking to everybody that way. It wasn't mm-hmm. specifically Jimin. It just was there, you know, they're like, Hey, look at me, look at here, look at it. And if you watch any red carpet, like if you watch the golden globes, the Emmys, anything that's their, that's what they do. They bark yeah. out orders. It must've been very they, chaotic. Yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. turn and they turn. But I think that I I've watched videos of them on red carpets and like Namjoon's in the middle. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, everybody turn to the left and uh, everybody turn to the right. They and have their own way wave. of doing things. Yeah. And everyone give a peace sign. Okay. And we're out, you know? So I think without that, like, and they probably work with photographers that they know mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, the whole thing is interesting. It's very exciting. There's always fun content. I think it's great that you got up and watched both. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Thank you for that. My only thing is I need an after party because I we know. all know when Tay went. Tay and the pole dance. We need he that just vibe. just went a little wild and it's fine. Yes. We're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Flex those muscles. It's fine. Like, yeah you know, go have fun. But and, and Hobie definitely went and had fun because he posted the picture of the fancy wine bottle and yeah, a few other so things like, like little hints that he was out having a good time, which was nice. I just need you to like, Hobie, yeah. you're you post everything. Okay, you post yourself eating pizza. You did a live <laughs> where you're drinking Starbucks, you're doing all the stuff that you get to Paris and you're like, here's a wine bottle. No, <laughs> I don't accept. I'm gonna need you to like, share a little bit more i'm hoping the two of them hit the town tonight that's I what my, so. that's what i, I hope they're out right now in. and then we'll get video later yeah so. like mm-hmm. there's some great after party and mm-hmm. they're there having the time of their life they're dancing maybe someone brings out a microphone for some karaoke i'm just yeah i think I'm it's probably about 11 or so p.m there right now ish ish so they're probably just getting. I was out. gonna be real mad if they give us me if they give us like a V live in a hotel room. Like, hey guys, we're here. We're tired. Good night. Like, like Jin and Argentina are playing video games. I do hope they get out. I bet they'll get out. I bet they'll get out. They they must be invited to and all you, the big and parties. They don't owe us anything. So if they not, thing, posted, not a thing. That's fine. But we'll I love just, it if they do. We'll eat it up. <laughs> the fanfic is writing itself right now. Okay. Totally, I just totally. need, I yeah. need some confirmation. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just nice, oh, so nice to know that they're out living their lives and having fun when they do give us little tidbits. It's so, yeah. it's so lovely to see that. Mm. <laughs> so after this, after this fashion week, do you have any hopes and dreams for future fashion weeks? Oh, wow. I would just love to see J-Hope in particular be in on some of the design because I just so think he has that in him. Even if it was for an up-and-coming designer, a Korean designer, wouldn't that be amazing if he had some involvement? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I went into it, I think, expecting a lot more, but but he was so prominent. He was very respected. He seemed to be feted very well. Um, and treated like the royalty that he is. So I was very happy with the whole thing. We got lots of uh, red carpet action and everything. So yeah, I couldn't hope for a lot more, except that I do hope he gets to get to flex his design muscles someday. Yeah, because he's definitely got it in him. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't know what they're waiting for. All seven of them should be walking the catwalk. Yeah, they should no, all be they on could. The, or the runway. Yeah. They should all be on the runway. That would Every be amazing. Wow. Um, I don't, they don't have to sing. 
They don't no, have to dance. They don't have to perform, right? Except for the walking part of it. Well, that would be pretty cool to have them in it. Yeah. Come on. I don't know if that's a line that they don't cross Maybe. at Paris I Fashion mean... Week because they, you know, the models have their careers too and Maybe they don't want celebrities to be worming into that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder. I'm going to get that. Mm -hmm. But my but two things that I always try to manifest, SNL, yes. walking a fashion and, show. And a runway. SNL, a runway. fashion show. Yeah. I don't, like, it has to happen in my mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um Ho Hobie okay, well, is just I'm, about learning to turn. He's learning to turn the red carpet into a runway the way he walks the red carpet I mean, nowadays. He really is. He knows how to make he an really entrance, is. man. And I love that he's taking so many chances. Not that yeah. he didn't take chances before, but like, I feel like everything post Hobie Palooza, it, it like is such a freedom for him because, you know, he was like, I would say he's my hope, like sunshine mm -hmm, and flowers mm -hmm. and everything was very hope world in these like bright colors and the smiley faces and all that. And then we got Jay mm -hmm. and Jack in the Box. And I feel like that just gave him a lot of freedom to wear. Yes. To be more Dior Hobie. To be haute, haute Couture. Very, yeah. Yeah. He um, can do, to show that he can do Haute Couture, pull it off, and have mm -hmm. credibility doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and because so he doesn't. Even... Oh, oh, sorry. I was going to say a lot of people, if they wore stuff like that, they would end up looking like a Pratt, basically. <laughs> but he pulls yeah. it off in a way that's dignified and fun and cool um he doesn't hold it over other people you know he he's just he's just the perfect model for for fashion he, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and there's just something very sleek about him yeah he's very sleek and he yeah, can he's, do both he's very graceful yeah yeah he can do both he can be very cutesy and he can be very handsome and endearing but mm -hmm. he can also be very sleek and like that mm -hmm. monochromatic like black look on him is just like flawless oh like, my just, gosh like, flawless he can flip um, that switch yeah and yeah, Jimin, so Jimin was just the epitome of grace today. Just so he, understated he and elegant and graceful. Um, he wasn't very showy. And, uh, you know, J-Hope was kind of the big, the big energy, you know, showy one. And I mean that in a good way. And I don't know whether it's because he was nervous or that was just what he decided he wanted to portray today as their mm -hmm. brand ambassador. You know, I, I kind of thought about it later and I was like, Oh, why, why didn't Jimin go in really edgy and kind of really play it up like Hobie did. And then I thought, Oh, he's working for Dior right now. He's brand ambassador and he's probably wanting to be very dignified and right. um, understated um, because he's representing them in a, in a professional capacity right now. And a, you know, part of that being a brand ambassador is also showing off the clothes and things like that. So it's not like it would be wrong to be edgy and things like that, but I guess that's just how he wanted to do it. And mm -hmm. he was so graceful. He's always so graceful. He always is. I mean, we, he looked beautiful. we joke about him like oh. falling out of chairs and stuff, but like, right, right. Come on. But he's like, the epitome most of grace. Of the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. He looked like when he came in that, like you said, um, what did you call it? Grayish. That kind of grayish taupe. Uh -huh. um, very elegant, almost kind of flowy suit. He looked like he was walking in out of a 1920s film. He just looked like a classic film star. He had that kind of elegance and um, dig dignified air around him. And it was very uh, clean. Like mm -hmm. his haircut is very clean. Yeah, his very makeup simple. was very clean. Um, yeah, slight you know, wave in the hair, but mm -hmm. it wasn't big. Yeah. Yeah, and he had like very minimal makeup on. Like there yeah, was no minimal jewelry. Was no, mm -hmm. uh -huh, everything was just very like almost modern. But yes. then again, lo still looks like an old film star, which I don't know how they, I know we're talking about designers and stuff, but like I always feel like BTS does that in such an amazing way where they think we're Hanbok 
but like it looks fresh. Yeah. You know yeah. I they'll mean? have like, like the, the, just... the gym socks hiked up and the cool, the cool sneakers and just make it look totally fresh and have it, yeah. you and know, so untied. Just, and yeah. So they always have a way of like, here's Jimin at Dior in this very modern for the time suit in this very modern color. And it's almost like a color palette, right? Because he's totally two different colors, clean, very clean cut, clean makeup, you know, just very mm-hmm. elegant, like you said, graceful, but at the same time, it's so modern, but it makes us nostalgic for something else like yes. film stars or, you know, right. that kind of thing. So I just think that like, that mm-hmm. always amazes me because I've said it before. Sometimes I listen to their music and I feel like heard this before. I've never heard it before. Yeah. Um, when yeah. it's it's something familiar, but it's like completely brand new. So I just, they're, they are masters of complexity, their music, Mm -hmm. everything they do. They're so they've planned everything out so much. There's so much messaging. There's so much symbolism and somehow they pull all of these different things together. And like you said, they make it fresh. They make it new. They pull it into a new cohesive whole that has things like I'm basically echoing what you just said. I'm sorry, but it, okay. but I'm just just to affirm it because it's, it's amazing what you just said and it's coming together for me now. How they do that, how they tie it all together and make something new out of it, and yet there's still something recognizable about it. You're absolutely right. It's yeah, it's really masterful. Right. You know, I could do a whole thesis. I won't. Someone should on why Gen X women love BTS. And I think it's because it reminds us of our youth because you remember, just like I remember, MTV was a mixed bag. Mm -hmm. You would turn on MTV and you would hear Guns N' Roses and then you could hear Nirvana and then you could hear- Mm -hmm. The uh, Cure, late at night. The Cure, A Tribe Called Mm -hmm. Quest. You could hear MC Hammer. I mean, you could just hear Mm -hmm. all these different types of music and you could have it on the background and play all day. And when I listen- to BTS on Spotify. I listen to playlists that are just shuffled. So it goes Mm -hmm. from ballads to dance to hip hop, like whatever. And I think that's why I am drawn to it because Mm -hmm. that is how I used to listen to music. It's Mm -hmm. how I still listen to music. And so for a lot of people, they grew up in a time where MTV was like in blocks or their music was in blocks. They only listened to this radio station or they only streamed from this service or they only watched mm. this particular algorithm on YouTube. Whereas women like you and I mm. of a certain age, we grew up in the MTV generation where it was a free-for-all most of the time. And True. I think that's really interesting because I think that's why when I listen to their music, I feel like I'm listening to a different group every single time. True. Because the way it shuffles or the way it plays. I mean, it can, like, it can go from like, ugh, to airplane part two, to microcosmos, to Mm. save me, whatever. And it's different. All those songs are different. They're beautiful and they're great. And I love them, but there's something about it that just is that pull for me. And I, I think I always wonder if that's what it is. Like, let me take the survey and find out maybe that's why. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's, that's very interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a big piece of it because they've all talked about how much they still go back to their childhood. For them, childhood influences in the 90s. For us, it'd be like high school, college. And so we do, even though we're significantly older than they are, we do have that a shared era in common that way and, and nostalgia for it. And And yeah, they do. They pay homage to their roots in their fashion in their music and their dance 
you know, J-Hope's dance is really heavily influenced by 90s. And uh, so you're right. I think there is, there is a, like, I think we're like, like on the cusp of where we still have that era in common. Okay. So before we wrap up, a goal of mine is to do a K-drama rec because our sister pod is K-drama. So since we're talking about Fashion Week, I wanted to give the recommendation of the K-drama The Fabulous on Netflix. It is about uh, the Korean fashion world. And have you seen it? I haven't have you yet. No, no, okay. I've heard of it and I'd like to watch it. It is so much fun. I watched it the, like the couple days after Christmas and it's very quick. It's eight episodes. I think each episode's like an hour 15. It's so fun. It's a rom. I mean, it is a rom-com through and through. It's funny. It's lovely. It's It's got um, friend dynamics. It's got ex-boyfriend dynamic. It's just, it's fun. It also has like fashion and the fashion world and PR and all that kind of stuff. And I can't it, wait. So if you love Fashion Week, if you if this mm. has excited you about fashion or you want to like dig a little deeper on what it looks like on the other side, <laughs> not when everything looks pretty and is walking down the runway, but before all that happens, the fabulous on Netflix is so much fun. And I don't remember the actress's name, so forgive me, but she was the uh, main lead in I Am Not a Robot. Oh, how lovely. Oh, she's um, so she's lovely. Adorable. Oh, I can't wait. And the male lead is from a K-pop group. And now I can't remember which one. I think he's from GOT7. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I know who you mean. He's adorable yeah, he's too. really yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, and so it's just a lot of fun. And I just thought since we're talking about Fashion Week, I would wreck that one because I did watch it and I loved it. It was the last K-drama I finished in 2022. So nice. just under the gun. <laughs> oh, good. Good. We'll look forward to it. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait to watch it. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Tanya, for being thank our you. Fashion Week correspondent. Thank you for doing this with me. I was so excited to talk about it, and I was so glad yeah. that you wanted to. So I hope everybody else enjoys it, too, because we all, <laughs> there was just a lot of excitement. It was just, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And the content <laughs> Chapter can two be is very... so interesting. <laughs> yeah, and the content can be so overwhelming, so. It yeah. is. You got to process. You need, <laughs> and you need your people to process. <laughs> well, all thank right, you then. so much, everyone. Yeah. Jorge. Jorge. Can't get enough of BTS? Cool, neither can we. So between shows, why don't you hop on over to at Afternoon Army on Instagram and join the conversation. Want to support us as a newer podcast hitting the scene? Great. Share the love by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And last, but certainly not least, don't forget to check out the other pod in our network, Afternoon Delight. K-drama deep dives from three romance authors with new episodes dropping every Wednesday.